Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, I'm Gina Farrar. Welcome to the Feminine Roadmap Podcast, a global community of women in midlife. We gather here weekly over a cup of something wonderful for real talk, life-changing strategies, and a big dose of sisterhood. Now, please sit back and enjoy. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, Feminine Roadmappers. Welcome back to Feminine Roadmap Podcast, the podcast that helps you navigate the challenges and the changes of midlife and empowers you to live a more vibrant second half. If you happen to find us on YouTube, please don't forget to subscribe and ring that bell so you don't miss any more of these amazing conversations. If you're on a podcast platform, please remember to subscribe, rate, and share. Our topic today is how your brain is where your fitness starts. And having fun and excitement gets you to do something to look forward to. It gets you up and out and getting active. Today, my guest is Kelly Howard. She's a fitness consistency expert. She's the founder of Fit is Freedom, the host of the Fit is Freedom podcast, and the best-selling author of Fit active and ageless for life. Kelly, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. I just realized that's a lot of fit, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) It is. It's almost like fit, 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 fit. But I like it because I'm not unclear on what your passion is. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your passion? Sure. I mean, what I my if you were to say, hey, Kel, what's your passion, passion? It's that I get to help women who are, you know, generally in that stage where, you know, 48 up, 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 get back into or get consistent with their movement so that they can live a life of freedom and fitness and fun and all the things that I think really matter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now you have an interesting way of helping women do that. Tell us a little bit about your business. Sure. So I I do a couple of things. Like one thing I do is um, I work with women in group settings. Mm-hmm. And in fact, we just had a, an amazing group call last night where it, it was funny because what I was thinking about after the call were the words, you are not alone. Mm-hmm. Because like, 
I, we were talking about balance and, you know, all of these things because kind of balance is where fitness starts. Right. And so we're talking about this last night on a group call and I'm watching people just kind of like the faces are very, very stoic, right? Like no Mm -hmm. one's, no one's really saying anything. And so I hit, it hit record. So I'm sorry, I hit unrecord, (laughs) stop that recording quick. And I just said, I said, so tell me, does this ring with anybody? Does this matter? And all of a sudden, everybody's like, oh my gosh, like, and, and they just start connecting and they just start talking about how certain things have happened. Maybe their balance was a little off. They used to be really like one lady, she used to be a big sailor and now she doesn't sail anymore because she feels like her balance. She, she actually said what she said was, I think I'm too old. Then, oh, you're not too old. Um, and that's where my passion comes in. Like, right. We think that we can't do something because of our age. And it's really because of maybe we just aren't as strong as we should be or mm-hmm. as fit as we could be. Um, maybe we're letting our brains run away with um, all the things that go on that really aren't true. Like mm. people, women are super vibrant at this age. I 50, 60, 70, 80, doesn't matter. I had a 75 year old um, on one of my retreats. It was last year, I think. And she was absolutely killing it on these hikes. It's like, my gosh, you're amazing. So it's just like, I just want women to really get the fact that we don't, well, age is a number, right? Right. Age is just a number. Mm -hmm. And if we, if we move and we move right and we do it consistently, then we can do it forever. Mm. Do you have any stories of women that maybe thought they couldn't do it, kind of, you know, told you they couldn't do it, but then it, they turned around and were able to do something amazing? (laughs) About a million of them. (laughs) But let me just tell you one of them that is probably my favorite. And this goes back several years ago. I was leading a, a hike in person in my town. I live in Houston, Texas, and Houston's pretty flat. Right. It's, it's, you know, yeah, it's flat as heck, but there's one area that has some ups and downs. Uh, We're getting ready to head out into this, you know, ups and downs area for Houston, Houston hiking. And this lady pulls up and she's, she's timid. She gets out of her car and she has a cane. She does not have hiking poles. She has a cane. And I'm like, "Hmm, okay, that's interesting. Um, And, and so I said to her, I said, come on, let's go. We're, you know, we're getting ready to leave. And she's like, oh no, I'm not going. I I just told myself if I got here, if I just got to this parking lot, it was a win. And maybe next year I'll come back and go with you guys. Um, She didn't know me. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> so let's just, you know, join us and we've got it. Like we've got you. And it really was basically a one of those, it takes a village moments because she did need help up and she did need help down. And, and the hike was slower maybe than we had originally anticipated, but nobody cared because everybody was like pitching in and helping out. And just like that community that happens when people are having fun. Right. Mm -hmm. So we finish, we get back to the parking lot. She's beaming, like, like she never thought she could have done this, which is like a really great story, except it doesn't end there. Because about five years later, give or take, I get an email from her with a photo. She's at the um, trailhead of Yosemite Falls hike. And Yosemite 
Falls is a bear of a hike. I've done it. I know this one. Like she, and she sends me this photo and she says, guess what? It's my 65th birthday. I just took a couple of friends. We just did this hike and I am, I am leaving to go hike across the country in all the national parks. And that's what I'm going to keep doing. Like, I really had that feeling in that moment that I could just stop. <laughs> like, right, really, I had just actually accomplished exactly what I needed to do in life. But the thing is, is that I see that all the time. Now I see it all the time. And it just makes me like so grateful. Now, I know that you take people on adventures. Let's talk a little bit about that side of what you do. Sure, sure. So um, the adventures actually started at the end of, we had just finished something I do called Sugar Freedom, which is like 30 days of no sugar. And it's like, it's a bear, quite frankly. And so everybody was like so excited and they were like cheering each other on. We're all on a big call. And I'd been thinking about this for a while, but I hadn't brought it up to the group. And so I was like, hey, who wants to go to the Smoky Mountains with me? And everybody's like, yeah, let's do it. So, so, I mean, I already have the house picked out. So I show them the house. I said, these are the dates. Let's go. And they're like all excited. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's that deer in the headlight look. Everybody realizes that they have just, you know, said that they would do this thing that involves a lot of activity. So that was the first one. And everybody rocked it. I mean, everybody did so amazing. We trained virtually. So like, you know, everybody was from around the country, out of the country. So what we did was we trained, um, you know, I would give them all a, a training guide and we trained virtually. So everybody showed up, did great, amazing things, right? All the stories are so much fun. And we got done and someone said, when are we doing this again? I went, well, <laughs> I'll come yeah, back I don't know. Let me month. think of it. <laughs> <laughs> right? like, uh, no problem for me. And that's what started it. And, and now we like this year we're doing, um, uh, actually when we're recording this, they, we have a group that's getting ready to leave for dog sledding. Um, they're going to do a dog sledding trip. It was just like five days of mush. And um, then I have another group that's going to Portugal and another group that's going to the San Juan Islands kayaking. Um, we're taking a group to Glacier for a hiking mm. trip, Smokies again, and then Costa Rica because you got to go to Costa Rica every year. So <laughs> that's kind of the general thing. And, and what I found is that we make these trips in a way so that anyone can do them. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I know how to lay out a trip so that it can be hard for like one person can go as hard as they want and another person can go easy and everyone still gets a great trip. Mm -hmm. It's just like, you know, the way you put the together, the hikes and stuff like that. But at the same time, what I find is everybody pushes themselves and everybody tries new things. And they like once you pushed yourself out of your comfort zone, you never come back to who you were before. Mm -hmm. And, and then, you know, people go on these trips and they make like great friendships and they make, you know, lifelong buddies and they go again and again and again, because a lot of us really have put off living life well, mm. while we took care of everyone and everything else. And my job with these, with the retreats is to say, Hey, you know, it's your time. Mm. Let's go play. Mm-hmm. I find that doing things in community is sometimes that push that we need. Like showing up for myself might be harder than, right. oh, I told these people <laughs> that I'm going to be there. 
It's true. I mean, and and I think that's a little bit because we're female, mm. right? And we want to we want to do what we said. We want to we want to support people. Like you know, we've got big hearts. Yeah. So yes, if we say we're going to go do something with somebody, we're going to show up because we don't want to stand them up, right? And it also has a little bit of that accountability piece. Yeah. That is a big part of my business. Like mm-hmm. we do we do accountability groups and via usually they're via text sometimes they're via um like boxer but we do the accountability groups to keep people on track mm-hmm. and connected once again i mean when we're when we're recording this we've just gone through this huge weather thing in the states and a lot of people who are already isolated they're working at home they're um maybe they're single or maybe, you know, they see their partner occasionally, whatever it is. So they're more isolated than they used to be. And then you have this uh, weather that happens and then they become even more isolated. And that's tough. Like that's tough on us. It's not good for our health. So that's where, you know, community and accountability really make a big difference. And I would imagine, and you can confirm this, Kelly, that when you take people into an exotic location to them, you know, it's exotic. It's someplace they've never been. Maybe it's somewhere they've dreamt of going, you know, that it's, it puts you in a different mind space, I would think, doesn't it? Do do the adventures help people shift a little bit? It does. It really does. I mean, there's so many shifts too. The funny thing is like, you know, first is that shift where we talk about having to always take care of everyone else. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you're not with everybody and the work and everything that you normally do. It's just you and some friends that maybe you didn't even know until you you know, got on the airplane. And usually there's about 10 women. So we've got this group and it becomes camaraderie, but it also becomes this whole new world. Like one of, one of our people, I think she was with me in Costa Rica a couple of years ago. And when we got there, she said something to me and I was just like, oh, wait, wait a second. What, what are you telling me? She said, do you know that I've never, ever, ever disconnected from my work? She was in real estate. So she was always available. And I just like in passing said, hey guys, you know, you're not, you're not going to have cell phone coverage. So just, you know, and people kind of looked funny at me, but I was like, that's just the way it is. She had never not disconnected. So here she was with, we were probably there 10 days, 10 days. And the first couple of days, it was tough. By the third day, she's like, hallelujah, this is the way I'm going to live life going forward. And she never, ever went back. Like she came home, she still runs her business, but she takes time off. She turns her phone off. She turns her ringer off. Like it's a whole new animal. So it's, it's so cool to see that happen. And that's a, a, that's a mental fitness, if you, if, if you will, that was a mental fitness growth for her, wasn't it? Yeah, it really is. And I mean, a lot of times I tell people that fitness starts in our brains, not our feet. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times when people first start working with me, they think it's, you know, it's all about um, what food they're going to eat to lose weight. Okay. Mm-hmm. How am I going to eat few enough calories that I'm going to lose weight? How am I going to do all the exercise that I need to do right now to get in shape in a month, right? Um, you know, all those things, we, yeah. we have this in our heads. But a lot of times, if I can get people to start realizing that our brains are our biggest fitness asset and our biggest fitness 
problem. <laughs> and right. It and starts can, it and it finishes it. <laughs> it does, you know, and if we can just get our brains on board mm-hmm. and quit, quit thinking that, you know, this is, it's now or never, and, or maybe it's time to give up and all of these things that go through our heads. If we can let, settle that down and then just start allowing our body to do things, the bodies love to move. Yeah. And, and they all need to move differently. Right. I guess that's another piece of um, all of this is that a lot of times when I first meet with somebody, they'll say, okay, I'm not going to the gym three days a week, or I'm not going to the gym five days a week, or whatever it is. I don't like the gym. I'm like, fine. Then we don't do the gym. No big deal. We just do things that make you happy, have fun, get your body moving, get your brain happy. And you can do all those things and still get fit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And fitness you know, how do you define fitness when you say fitness? Cause that's a word that's like buzzing all oh, yeah. the time. Right? right. So you Kelly fit is freedom. When you say fit fitness, what do you mean by that? I mean, having a body that can do the things that you want to do. Mm. Sometimes like sometimes people have desires to change the way they look a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. But deeper than that, if we can give our body everything it needs to be able to do everything that we want to do and have the fun and the life that we really desire, that to me is fitness. Yeah. It's that ability to live in a way well, that feels good. Yeah. 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 I feel personally that while I like to work out like with weights and things. I'm not currently doing that. It's like this year I need to get moved back into that, but getting outdoors and mo- just walking, getting on to your point, some kind of incline decline, you know, right. but even on right. flat ground, there's something to the movement of walking that can unravel some of the stuff that's cluttering our brain. Oh yeah. I mean, especially if you can get outdoors and move away from like cement yes. and residential areas and things like that. <laughs> and sirens and helicopters. And sirens <laughs> and, <yeah. laughs> and move into the woods or to the beach or um, along a river or whatever it is. I, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure you've heard this. I think everybody has, but for years in Europe, they write scripts. They literally prescribe people to go out and get into nature. It changes us. It makes us happier. It makes us healthier. It makes our brains better. Mm -hmm. It gives you clarity. It's such a fascinating thing when you're outside. Uh huh. There's just something about being. The air is different. You know, if you've probably heard this, when you go to the ocean, the ions in the air because the mo the motion of the waves is stirring up the atmosphere. There's something about the way the trees. I mean, they're purifying the air. We know this, but but hearing the wind in the trees for me. It's like the most uh, calming feeling just to hear it. Like I'm not even doing any activity, but standing perfectly still and allowing the no noise mm-hmm. to minister. And then it the movement with that is like a meditation sort of. It is. That's a great way of putting it. I mean, it is. It's like a walking meditation. Mm-hmm. And all of those things are good for us. Like every piece of that. Yeah. I know in my mind, you know, we think of fitness, you picture like, you know, I know in the eighties, you know, you had the 
the leotards and the <laughs> right. warmers, right? The aerobics <laughs> and the restriction and right. all of those things where it was like, you had to look like Jane Fonda in order to be successful. And I would like to talk a little bit about when you help women with their fitness and you're doing these adventures or you're doing these calls, how do you help their mind shift to what success is for them? Mm, good one. So I think that I don't really have to do anything because if you think about it, right? Like, it's like you just said, when you get outside and you're doing, you know, you're walking outside, you're in a walking meditation, like you automatically shift. Mm -hmm. So when you, when you go on a retreat or, you know, one of these hikes or whatever it is, you suddenly shift out of all the restriction, you know, how do I look, um, all of those things. And it's suddenly just about doing it, mm. like just being out there and doing it. And, and when you're out there doing it with, you know, a group, then it's that camaraderie and it's the stopping and like, you know, pointing out the, the monkey in the tree when you're in Costa Rica or the, you know, the, but what it like fireflies when you're in the Smokies, like it's just stopping and just like experiencing so you don't really have to, you don't really have to do anything, but allow somebody to get into a space that works. So basically what you do is you create the opportunity to get them in a space where, you know, what will happen will happen. <laughs> well, that's true. It's true. You're curating and, and, it for them, right? It is a curation. You're exactly right. Now there is, of course, prior to it, usually about three months prior, um, we do do the virtual training mm -hmm. because I want someone to show up and not feel like they're in over their head yeah. or they're so out of shape that they can't do it. Like it really doesn't take for most of us. It takes about three months to go from zero to good enough to have a great time. <laughs> I like that. You don't have to look like, you know, a fitness model. You just be good yeah. enough to have a good time. <laughs> I mean, that's really it, right? Like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What kind of uh, feedback do you get from these ladies? Like, what is the the mental outcome of these physical commitments? So I think the first always is like relief. Mm. There's suddenly this, this like sigh, like we've been waiting to exhale for years and years and years. And all of a sudden, you know, you're safe. Like, you know that... Uh, because, and I will tell you why, like a lot of times we've tried everything, right? Mm -hmm. You know, to lose 30 pounds in 30 days, the, all the restriction diets, all the stuff, right? But there's a piece missing. And mm -hmm. so we don't stick to it. Mm -hmm. And then every time we don't stick to it, we feel a little bit worse. And then it's just kind of like, oh, is this it? Is this as good as it's going to get? Like I'm in trouble. Yeah. And when all of a sudden people realize like a new client said to me recently, she, um, she's 67, uh, 65. She's three years older than me, two years older than me. And so we put together a plan for her and I'm really excited about the plan. I think this is really good. You know, and I always tell everybody just that first month, we're just going to, it's an experiment. We're just going to try this out, see how it works. You know, what, what do we need to change, et cetera, et cetera. And so we put this plan together. I'm super excited. She looks excited. And then the next day she um, calls me on Boxer. And she's like, so Kelly, 
I need the truth. I'm like, okay, is this really going to work? Like, am I ever really going to get muscles at my age? Mm. And I was like, huh, of course you are. But, <laughs> but you don't have to take my word about it. Poor person, because now all of a sudden she ends up with like 22 articles <laughs> in her inbox <laughs> of people and, you know, how muscle growth can happen at any time. So that was like a relief for her because she just was like, oh, okay, this really will work. So relief is first. The second piece is always like excitement, mm. right? Like, hey, maybe this is going to work. And then the third piece is everybody, and I just hate to say the word, but I'm going to say it, everybody hits a place where it's not working. Yeah. All of us do, whatever it is. Like for right, right this minute, I have an injured knee. So that whole lower cardio isn't working for me, but it's okay because I know what to do, but it happens to everybody. And when they hit that spot and then they figure out or understand that there are ways around it and I'm going to help them get through it. And afterwards it's better and better and better and better. Then there's this like giddiness <laughs> because we go from, oh my gosh, this is the end of the world to, huh, well, all we have to do is restart just in a different way mm -hmm. and it's okay. So it's, it's, that's kind of the progression. And then after that, like sky's the limit. I, I mean, I was just going back um, yesterday through some of the old testimonials, right? When people had said, you know, this or that or whatever. And I came up with one of them and I'm like, oh my goodness, I had forgotten that when she came to me, this is one of my clients who's like, she's, she's a rock star now. Like she is, she is doing everything and she's solid, literally solid muscle. And she's doing all these things. And when she came to me a couple of years ago, she was just hoping that she would quit feeling bad. Mm. And I was like, wow, I completely forgot that. So it's just, you know, it does take a little time. Oh, that's like the encouragement somebody. that I'm hearing you say is there is a path from here to there and it may not be a straight path, right? but that it's that's possible, it. you know, it's always possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's always possible. And there's just like finding those, there's just, there's a lot of different things. And, I, and this is, I'm going to just run off on a tangent for just a second, but there's so many different things that we can do. Um, when it comes to our health and fitness, mm -hmm. that is not the usual that everybody thinks about, you know, everybody thinks about diet and exercise mm -hmm. and there's lots of other pieces. And when we bring those in too, it's exponential. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think as you're talking to me, I'm picturing how we may think we have all the pieces because we've heard all the things, oh, but we don't point. know how to put them together. Like we're, we might be doing the things, but maybe not in a way that will get us where we need to go. They just make us feel defeated. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's a great, great idea because you're exactly right. I had never really thought about it that way, but that's exactly what happens. It's like oh. Legos that got dumped out and you're like, I don't even know where to start. I know that that's green Lego. I know that's a red Lego. I know that's a yellow Lego. Right. And then what, you know what I mean? Like, how do I put those Legos together, those bits of fitness and health and food and brain all together to end up with something solid that feels good for me? 
And I feel like as women, maybe that's where the disconnect is for us. We feel like we know everything and none of it works. Whereas it's more of a, we haven't put it together right. Yeah. What a, it's a, that's a brilliant thing to say, quite frankly. I love that you said that. I mean, and, and pieces of that are like when we were back in the Jane Fonda days, <laughs> um, it was like, you know, it was easy to lose weight mm. because our bodies were different than they are now. <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> right. Like yeah. they were, they, but they, their job was to, you know, react very quickly. Mm-hmm. And to do all the things and, you know, you could like go train for a 5k or, you know, not eat for a month, whatever, whatever your thing was. Yeah. And then, you know, you were down, you were down that size you wanted to lose. Now our bodies aren't, our bodies just don't do that. That's, mm-hmm. that's not their gig. The only way that we're going to survive is by gaining muscle, eating well, you know, moving maybe less cardio than we think. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's. That's one of the things I get a lot of people who I call my cardio addicts. I'm one of them. Like I love long cardio, um, but too much long cardio burns too much muscle and we're, we're working against ourselves. Interesting. Okay. That makes sense. Right. So then you're gaining weight Mm. because even if you're doing, you know, even if you're doing the, you know, all the long cardio, you're burning muscle. So you're gaining weight. So Mm. it's like just these little nuances that are different. Mm. There's yeah. such a, a a need. What I'm hearing is there's a need to have some graciousness with where our physical body is now and not comparing it to our body when we were 30. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, we're completely different. Think about our minds, right? Who wants to go back and be 20 again? <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Once was enough. I'm good. <laughs> I mean, all the wisdom that we have. Yeah. And it's it's the same thing with our bodies. I mean, I told mm-hmm. someone this recently, and I mean, the look on her face was pretty funny, but I said, you know, the truth is, is that we're not supposed to live past 30 years old. Like that is, if you look at at our bodies and how they change and longevity tables and everything else, like that was basically what we grew, what we were going for a hundred years ago or 200 years ago. And now we're doing these things where we're like doubling and tripling mm-hmm. that 30, right? Yeah. So we have to be, to use your word, gracious with our bodies and mm-hmm. figure out like, how can we, how can we give the body everything they need so they can really enjoy it? Yeah. Yeah. I, it's one of those things where I see what you're saying. And then I see the other side, which is the, what we're being told, like there's two very strong messages out there, right? (laughs) There's the message of, oh, you hit this age. You just need to retire and ride off in the sunset as if you've done all you can. And now you just wait. Right. You fade. You just fade. That's one message. The other message is, uh, 50s, the new 30s, 60s, the new 40s, 70s, the new 50. And I think some of that, if I could be honest, feels like I like parts of that, but it's all exhausting. It, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, yes. I want my biological age and my timeline age to have a gap. I do. I want to feel yeah. good for not just for my age, but I just want to feel good. Do right. you see what I mean? So those there's very oh, yeah. conflicting things coming at us in terms yeah. of mindset around 
you know, age and you're right. what we're capable of. You're right. And, and I think there's a, the trick is, is to be able to navigate down the river. In the yes. Middle. Yeah. The middle. I like that because there's, what do you say? Take what, take what works for you and leave the rest. Yeah. Right. I mean, because really, and, and, and I have, I'm, I'm not, this is no judgment. Okay. But I'm just going to say that, you know, if I'm, so I'm 63, if I want to be, you know, if I want my 63 to be my 40, if that's the way you say it, then it's something I'm like have to that. do a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> the face is going to need some serious, <laughs> some serious filler. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's just things like that. And I'm like, yeah, I don't have time for that stuff. But if I can feel as possibly good as I can, like, I mean, honestly, a hundred percent, I feel better now when I get up in the morning than I did 20 years ago. Right. And it's not mm -hmm. like life's easier. It's just different. Mm. So, and I've got all the energy I need. That's, that's what I want. Like, that's what I want for everybody. Mm -hmm. It's for us to have the energy and to feel good and to, to wake up and be excited because what a heck of a deal. Like here we are getting to outlive our, our biological age of 30. Yeah. <laughs> and have some fun doing it. And there's so many opportunities, right? Like yeah. what fitness looks like for one person. I mean, it's I think there's some foundational yeah. building blocks though. What would you say are like the, the key kind of components, the right colored Legos for success would be what? There's three pieces. It, it, when we talk about movement, mm -hmm. one of them is mobility. Okay. And mobility is not, it's not stretching. It's warming up our joints. Our joints are one of the potential weak links in our body. So if we can warm up our joints before we do something with them, then they're going to have um, more longevity. And it doesn't take much, right? Like my, my typical mobility before I work out is eight minutes or less. That's it. Um, so you're warming up your joints, then you need some cardio varies for everybody. Right. I mean, you know, if you look at, I don't know, I think if you look at it, if it's the American heart association, I think says that if you do a half an hour a day of cardio seven days a week, then you're done. Beg to differ on that one. Like, I think you can go up and down on your cardio. Your cardio should be, um, steady cardio and it should be some, some tougher, not doesn't have to be long, but it just has to be like, you know, some high intensity cardio mm -hmm. and it can be all kinds of things. Like we, we, there's a, the sky's the limit. And so you need some cardio and then you need some strength mm -hmm. and your strength can fall into like body weight. It can be resistance bands. It can be weights. Like mm -hmm. it doesn't really matter, but we need it. And, and if we don't do that one particular piece, that's probably the piece that in the end is going to be the problem for us. Mm -hmm. That's, you know, it's, yeah. I, I, I'll give you like, this is a very, very minute example of one. <laughs> okay. Not a scientific example, but an example of one. So a month ago I got my, my knee was hurt. My dog sideswiped me and, and that was that. So I haven't been doing lower body workouts, still doing upper, but not lower body. And what I noticed was when I was leading the crew and some balance stuff, that my balance had changed mm. in just 30 days. And the reason that was, was because I had lost strength in just 30 days. Like not awful, like, you know, I'm not going to just crumple up, 
but enough for me to go, wow, 30 days. That's not very long. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So I would like to everybody to start realizing that, you know, we need to do some sort of some sort of strength, whatever that looks like. And it could be Pilates. It could be yoga. It could be walking with weights, not on your ankles, but in your hands. Mm. There's a lot of different ways that you can get some strength in there, but yeah. it we do need that. Yeah. And so I think what I'm hearing you say is if you take these basic building blocks and you investigate what combination of them feels good, right. but it should also challenge us a little. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we do need to challenge ourselves. And no worry. Somebody works with me. They know darn good and well that I'm going to challenge them if they aren't, right? <laughs> and it doesn't have to be hard. Like I never want someone to push themselves past the point of a problem. You're right. You know, you have to, you need to like push, but stop, push, yeah. but stop, push, yeah. but stop. Mm -hmm. And eventually one day something changes. Mm -hmm. I will say this in my book. I have like, oh gosh, I think I came up with probably a hundred different things that are options for people. Because like in the mobility piece, I always hear, well, I don't like to do that. Or I don't like to do that. Or I don't like to do that. I'm like, fine. It's like, I don't want to eat my spinach. That's okay. I can figure out a way to get the spinach in you. <laughs> so same thing with the exercise, right? Yeah. So like if somebody doesn't want to do the warm-up um, videos that I give them, I'm like, great. Like yoga? Why don't you go do some yin yoga? Like really slow, easy poses that you hold for a long time. Right. Mm. Like, you know, there's different ways of doing it. If you don't want to go, you know, run or walk, then how about, you know, or bike? Maybe you don't want to do any of those things. Fine. We'll find something. Maybe you can go to the rowing, the rowing club mm -hmm. or, you know, there's maybe you just do like back to Houston being flat. If if I want to train for somewhere far away that actually has hills, I have one ramp that goes down to the bayou behind my house. It's not much of a ramp, but I can use that ramp to train for any, any place in the country. I can mm -hmm. use parking garages. I can use stairs, right? Like there's just so many things that we can do, but we have to think outside the box. And it's just, you know, that's, that's part of the thing is it comes back to what you said earlier about like, there's those two sides of fitness. Yeah. And, so much of it is that we've always been told that there's two things like you run and then when you can no longer run, you walk. And if you want to lift weights, you have to go to the gym and you know, you're mm -hmm. going to get all bulked up. None of that's real. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. None of it's real. Like there's so much other things that we can do. <laughs> and there's something powerful about seeing your body change and feeling the energy that that gives you and the confidence that comes with that. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, it's just, I shouldn't tell this story, but I'm going to, <laughs> this is the kind of story that everybody that's listening is saying, I'm never going on a retreat with Kelly. Wow. <laughs> this is such a good story. I have to tell you. So I have a client and when she first came to me, this was her goal. Her goal was to be able to walk down her stairs one foot after the other without holding on to the rail. Okay. Okay pretty marginal. And, and, and she knows, I mean, she knows I called it marginal. I've, I've told her that as being kind of low goal, but you know, that was, that was where she was at the time. So um, here we are in Costa Rica this year, this last year, and it's raining. 
like it's raining. We have big rivers. And in these big rivers, we have to um, we have to get across the river, right? We have to raft down the river, get to the end so that we can get out of the jungle. It's the way it is. And so um, what happens is that the water is so big that we get pushed against a rock and held there. Now, I've done a lot of rivers in my life, and I've never had this happen before. So here we are. We're stuck against this rock. The river is raging right and left. And so people are, we're trying to get some of the people off the raft. And here's my person who at one point, her goal was to just be able to walk down her stairs. She is getting out of a raft in a raging river, standing on a rock in the middle, stepping down to the other side to get to the other raft. And I'm watching this and I'm thinking, hmm, that's a little bit more than the stair thing. (laughs) (laughs) We've gone beyond the stairs. (laughs) We've gone past the stairs. And then afterwards she said to me, she's like, I have a new goal. And I'm like, okay, what's your new goal? She's like, next time I get stuck with you in the middle of a raging river and I have to get out on the rock, I want to be able to stand on one foot and do my balance work. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So you just like, you just never know, never know what, um, what's going to happen and how things are going to change for people. Well, (laughs) from that story, what I get is, look what I can do. (laughs) That's exactly right. (laughs) And you know what? At the time, everybody was a little bit, um, maybe not super excited about being where they were. But afterwards, Mm -hmm. that is the number one story everyone has told. It's like, look what we did. And it was true. It was a huge deal. Yeah. And having a level of fitness in their mind first and in their body is what made that situation navigatable, I think. You're right, because otherwise she would have just froze. Mm -hmm. And some people did, but she was on a path and she'd been on this path for about a year and she is rocking it. So, yeah, that's an incredible thing. I don't know that we're fully capable of understanding until we're in it. What? our bodies can do and what potential we still have untapped. Oh yeah. Yeah. We have so much untapped potential, right? Yeah. There's so many things we can do. And it's like, you know, my lady with the cane, Mm -hmm. she would have never in a million years thought she could do that. And then now here she is, you know, running around, running around in national parks all over the country doing hikes. But you know what I hear from those stories that you're sharing is this was inside of them. Oh yeah. It just hadn't been, it hadn't been given the opportunity to be possible because of beliefs that they probably held. So the desire, that dream had to kind of be dug up, dusted off, washed and presented to them as what if. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of cool. It's so true. It's, it's amazing. And and there's, so many times, like so many times when <laughs> I know people are wish that they hadn't said it to me. Oh, well, if I could do something, it would be this. I'm like, well, there you go. Well, there it <laughs> is. Thanks for it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even have to think hard. You just told me. <laughs> well, I would love for you, Kelly, to um, give us three key takeaways. You've given us many excellent ideas and strategies. But if you really needed to like sit someone down and say, these three things are really going to be the start of the journey, what would those be? I think the first one would be 
to understand exactly what you just said. We can do more than we think we can. Mm. There is so much more life to be lived and it's up to us to, to actually figure out that we can do that. Mm-hmm. And then once we're willing to give it a go, find, find a way, find a coach, find a person, find a friend, find a, I don't care what it is, but find a way to start taking action, mm-hmm. to start doing those three kinds of movement, start small. Doesn't have to be like, start small, small matters. And then once you reach a point where you know you're doing better, then look for something new. Find something fun to reach for. Do something that you're really excited about. And and then just keep going. Like life is life is here. Let's play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Kelly, how can people find you and your resources? Easiest place is on my website, fitisfreedom.com. You have a podcast and that's on all I the do. major podcasts is podcast is on there. Um, the book's on there. All the events that we do are on there. And um, so, yeah, I just send people over to the website and you can go follow it from there. Okay. Awesome. Well, Kelly, I want to thank you so much for being on the show today and bringing your wisdom, your passion, your desire to help unleash and unlock women's ability to live a life more fully by becoming capable of doing the things maybe they thought they couldn't do anymore. You know, just empowering their brains and bodies in opens up so many other doors for them. So thank you so much for the work that you do and the tenacity that you have to push a little bit when people need it. Thank you. Thank you so much, Gina. I really appreciate it. And to everybody listening, thank you all for being here. Fantastic. Friends, today, if you find us on YouTube, just look down below. The link will be there to Kelly. Also, if you're driving and you need to get to the website, it's at www.feminineroadmap.com forward slash episode 354. All of the links will be there as well. Friends, this conversation is here. It's more than fitness. It's actually a good life. It's living a good, complete, full life. It's the ability to show up in a way that feels good that empowers you to do the things that you want to do, get down on the floor with your grandchildren if you have them, take walks with your dogs, climb a hill, swim in the ocean, whatever it is, no matter how big or how small, like Kelly said, the small matters. It's okay. Let's shift the way we feel about fitness and our bodies and our age and just do the next best thing that feels good to our body and allow ourselves to get curious about our actual potential. And so- We encourage you to get out, get moving, find a community, reach out to Kelly, see what she has to offer. And thank you so much for being with us today. We would love to hear your success story. So please let us know how this has impacted your life. Thank you so much for being with us today. I look forward to bringing more inspirational people, strategies, and stories with you in the weeks to come. Take care, my friends. Bye-bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.